0: All critical diversions, we're a game, games club podcast. Man, I already need to start over. We're not starting over, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I think this is episode 10, but it's the 12th session. Don't worry about it. We're talking about Firewatch today. Um, I guess we'll save generalities for after the introductions. Uh, I'm Matt, Shy Guy City Murray, whatever you'll find me somewhere on the internet. Um, we have a first timer in here today do we want to Megan do you want to introduce yourself first
1: hi my name's Megan um, I go by cozy Meg on the internet so you can also find me places
0: <laughs> yeah I you know we started doing this we always advertise our Twitter and then we all just realized like why are we doing this and then it just came yeah you'll find me anywhere um, let's see <laughs> boogs how about you
2: yeah, I'm Garrett Bouguet. You can find me on Twitter, slash X, at uh, Garrett Bouguet, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited. This is one of my favorite games of all time, so really, really uh, pumped to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I'll save it till we're in there, but uh, I really loved this game five <laughs> years ago, and I like it even more now, and that doesn't happen very often. Uh, Callie, how about you?
3: Hey, I'm Callie. I'm Callie, not from Callie on things. (laughs) Mostly on TikTok, not on Twitter anymore, but um, yeah.
0: All right, Will, I saved your your introduction.
4: Take us home. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, Hey, I'm Wilkins. Um, You know, like I said, I kind of always say the same thing, which is I'm excited and happy to be here. Uh, But no, I I feel... uh, this will be an interesting one to talk about. I think there's a lot to, there's a lot to chew on here. Yeah.
0: More again, more than I remembered there being, I guess I was just like a really stupid, like 26 year old when I first played this game Um, there, a lot of stuff went over my head or I don't remember it (laughs) at the time. Um, Seth might show up later. Um, If, if he does, we'll, we'll get him in here and introduce at some point. Um, I guess, Oh, and Jim's also here, but he's just listening. So When you hear someone leaving the Discord sound effect at some point in the podcast, that's what that is. Um, Let's go over the generalities real quick. I don't have a lot of notes here. Uh, This was developed by Campo Santo, and didn't realize until I was doing research on this, uh, Campo Santo was founded by former Telltale employees Sean Vanneman and Jake Rodkin uh, shortly after the release of The Walking Dead, uh, the first season of that game, which is also a really good narrative game that I wouldn't mind revisiting for this at some point maybe. Um, they specifically said that they were worried about being too content with what they were doing and that they wanted more of a challenge so they left and formed their own thing and they made Firewatch which is a pretty damn good track record. Um, they were working on the val- in the Valley of the Gods as the follow up to Firewatch. Uh, but in 2000- 2018, they were acquired by Valve. Uh, they were apparently continuing to work on it for a bit, but it is on indefinite hold now. Uh, a lot of the team got pulled and sent all over the place. I think a lot of the team wrote for Half-Life Alex, which is a mm-hmm. VR prequel, sequel follow-up to Half-Life 2 that sounds really good and no one will ever get to play unless you buy, like, an $800 headset. Uh, Also, I don't know much about this Uh, Apparently the people that founded Campo Santo had a podcast called Idle Thumbs Apparently Seth fucking loves that podcast If he comes in later, maybe we can ask him about it Um, Firewatch originally released in 2016 on PC, PS4, and Xbox One And then in 2018 on Switch And it follows the story of Henry in the summer of 1989 working as a fire lookout and is largely focused around his developing relationship with his boss, Delilah, as well as an overarching foresty mystery thing. And that's all I have for my notes, because <laughs> there's... I feel like this conversation is going to be more, uh, I don't know, on the feelings side of things, and, and personal anecdotes side of things. Um, do we just want to start talking about, like... Uh, our overarching thoughts on this? I don't know. Does anyone want to start?
4: Yeah, I I feel like um I played this when it came out. I remember being very excited for this to come out. Um, I remember playing this on... I remember being like, I think I bought this day one. I think I took a little bit to, to play it, and then I just sat down and beat it. I, I feel like there was a lot of hype around this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marie, do you, do you remember? I feel like there was a good amount of, like... It was shown at some some E3s, and people were like, the art style, and especially because Ali Moss um, helped design the uh, the look of this and, like, I think helped with, like, with the rendering, and he was very popular on the internet back then. Ali um, Moss is an artist, and I feel like his art style is very particular. Um, he does a lot of posters and design. Um, I really like the use of color in this, too, and I think that's probably somewhat inspired by him. But, um, yeah, no, I, it's funny to revisit this and how much stuff... I remembered how much stuff I didn't remember and how much I kind of came away with being like, oh, this is probably the best one of these.
0: Yeah, that was my exact reaction as well. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is my favorite of... We, we call them uh, walking simulators. Again, I don't like to use that term, but I don't know a better one. Uh, this is mm-hmm. definitely my favorite one of these that I've ever played. Um, yeah, Ali Moss, I don't know exactly. He influenced the art direction like he came up with the the key art which is that very um i don't know scenic like red and orange like forest at sunset thing with a firewatch tower and then the firewatch logo above it i think they they went off of that concept art and just made the whole game from there um and then yeah the, the graphic designer took that style and applied it to the actual game um i think he might have been listed as like one of the directors of the game as well, or maybe head writer. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but yes, I do remember there being a lot of hype. Um, I didn't play it day one, but I played it relatively like within a year, I think. Um, but yeah, for one of these, I do remember there being a lot of hype. And maybe it was that pedigree that we talked about before of the Walking Dead people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I guess I'm just going to go on my screen from left to right here. So, Callie, what, what were your... Over overarching thoughts on Firewatch.
3: I thought it was I mean, now when Wilk just mentioned that the Ollie Mouse person, I didn't know who that was, and I looked it up, and I actually am really familiar with like their poster art. and um, but yeah, it looked beautiful. i It was funny. I felt like after I was done playing the game because I, I kind of like took a while to play it. <clears throat> and after I was done, I felt like I would be driving somewhere and like thinking about it a lot. Like I felt very like it was a world, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I've had a lot to say about the the relationship. Megan and I were talking earlier. I'm like, I'm ready to give like a female perspective of that just because it was interesting to talk to Megan about it versus talking to Wilk about it. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I really loved the way that it looked a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, for anyone that doesn't know or hasn't seen it or doesn't remember, I would definitely look up like yeah the key art of this that Ali Moss did. It is uh, really fucking cool looking. It's inspired by um, was that like the nineteen forties, like the the New Deal. Uh, maybe that's even older than the nineteen forties. Uh, that kind of like government, like we want you kind of thing. <laughs> um, it's very fucking cool looking. Uh, and yes. Uh we'll get into it once we get through our generality stuff, but yeah. Uh my wife watched me play this whole thing and she was fucking appalled at some of the things <laughs> that were happening. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, next is Megan on my screen at least.
1: Yeah, um so I kind of agree, obviously, with everyone else that it was
0: beautiful.
1: Um I also agree with Callie and that I found myself thinking about it a lot afterwards and wanting to replay it to see if I could get a different outcome. I don't know if that's the case for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was, it was super fun. I played it in like about two days Um, and I'm definitely
0: eager to restart. Um, I haven't tried it myself. There is an option that you can play the game with like developer commentary. Um,
4: I don't know how that's like implemented and stuff um, but... uh, I touched a little bit of it okay so um, yeah so when you start the game it's actually pretty neat uh, I only I only played like I mean maybe not even for to the first day so I just wanted to see what was up with it They are little post throughout the game and then you pick up an audio recording so you don't have to interact with it really you can still play the game Mm. and then you pick it up and you put it in your it's a cassette which is very cute and like very in world and it's literally just the developers being like oh here's how the music works it's dynamically arranged and this is what we do for that so um yeah i was surprised by uh all of that as well but yeah it's if if you're looking for a more in-depth like explanation of all of it it's it's in there they have a lot of uh a lot of insight into how the game was made the music the just all of it
0: yeah, I, I don't think I've ever actually played a game through that has commentary. Like I know Portal 2 also had commentary that we covered what feels like a million years ago at this point. Uh, it's an interesting concept. I've just never engaged with it. I, I probably would for this because it's so short. Um, like, I, yeah, I purposely didn't uninstall it right away because, yeah, I kind of want to go back and check that out a little bit. Uh, Boogs, how about you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with everybody saying that the game looks great. I'll also say that the I think the pacing of this game is excellent. I think that's one of the best things it has going for it. Um, you know, you do have some freedom to move around. but uh, And, like, of course, I'm, I'm not the greatest gamer in the world, so I still did get uh, lost at times, even though this is my second time playing it through. But you very quickly can kind of figure out where you're supposed to go, and the game even gives you a helpful sort of hints on that. And then also, like, I think the um, the, the sound is a, is a really neat feature in this game. A lot of the times they're just using sort of environmental effects with no score, but then when the score does come in, uh, it's, you know, all that more impactful.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the getting lost thing. Uh, you know, I, I play more games, I've spent more hours with games than a lot of people spend with, like, their children. Uh, I still got lost. At a couple, po- like not knowing what to do, like not lost as in lost in the environment, but like specifically when you're in the, the tent um, and needing to find the the transmitter thingy where you can track signals. Uh, I don't know if it's because I was also talking to my wife at the time, but yeah, I was stuck there for a good like 10 minutes and I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Because um, like when you exit the tent, it kind of gives you a scene as if, like, yeah, you've, you've seen everything in there um but no if you if you missed that transmitter thing you did not I Had a couple other smaller things but it wasn't that big of a deal it, it, it's always just like hey just fully explore look at everything radio everything in so it's really rarely that big of a deal but yeah I'm, I'm glad you brought that up um i also what i'll also say about the sound design it is like 99 percent amazing uh barely any footstep sound effects that really like i really noticed that (laughs) Hmm. um it does have it when you're like rappelling down or up like gravel and it sounds good there but it's weird you know you'll go for extended periods of time just hiking but you won't really have any like sound effects if there's not a conversation between henry and delilah going on um just a small thing it's not the end of the world but and I also realize this game is like eight years old or something at this point. So maybe that's (coughs) something that they would fix if they had the chance or something. I don't know. Um, Yeah. I think everyone here basically said everything that I have to say about it. Um, Yeah. I guess everything I say is, or that I have to say is more specific. So we'll, we'll hold off on it, but um, I guess what I'm most excited to hear about (laughs) since Callie and Megan brought it up, What is the female perspective on this?
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You should go first, Megan. I don't want to. I can't go first.
1: Okay. Um, (laughs) So, we were kind of talking about this this morning, too. But I think it's interesting because Henry is a man. Mm -hmm. I went into it being like, do I play it as a man or do I play it as myself? Mm -hmm. And... I played it as myself, and that meant that I did not flirt with Delilah. Mm-hmm. Um, any chance that came up, I was like, absolutely not. I have a wife who has dementia, and I'm going to think about her the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that like Delilah was kind of creepy at first and cringy, and I was like, why is she trying to flirt with me so much? Um And I also think something that really, really stuck out to me was every time you would climb somewhere up, down, whatever, you would put your hands down and you would see his ring, Mm -hmm. his wedding ring. And I was like, this is a really subtle reminder that, you know, this other person is like in the background. Um, And the last thing about this that got me was towards the end i think it's day like i want to say it's like 49 or 50 or something you take your wedding ring off
0: Mm -hmm. uh it's it's day 77 because i wrote it down (laughs) because i was like oh shit
1: (laughs) yeah i remember because i told callie about this i was like did you see that he took his wedding ring off? I immediately put it back on because I felt like uncomfy. I was like, I didn't tell you to do this. Why did this happen?
0: <laughs> or maybe it was earlier. Um, I didn't notice until day 77. But yeah, I, I noticed. and I was like, oh, like I gasped. I was like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah, it was like a pretty immediate thing that I was like, mm, nope, I'm putting this right back on. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just think it's, it's an interesting game because you can definitely play it super differently um based on whether you play it more from a male perspective or a female perspective.
0: Callie did you have anything you wanted to add on to that? I mean
3: yeah I felt, I felt similar to Megan I just yeah. felt like I also have like overactive imagination where I was like is this is she real? Is this is <laughs> like is this person even real? Mm-hmm. Um but I, I found her to be uh I didn't really think that like until the very end. And honestly, even at the very end, I just wanted to be her friend. I didn't mm-hmm. ever feel like a a massive like romantic connection because I was just like always thinking about his wife. Yeah and how sad that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the whole time. I was just like, this is so sad. And I even told Megan today, I was like, why did he go there again like um so yeah i i I kept thinking about his wife and how sad that was and i didn't i i didn't i thought i actually think the voice acting from him was almost better than hers and Mm -hmm. i don't know if that had something to do with it but like i just didn't connect with her i was like irritated with her Mm -hmm. Uh, although when when you do go to her when you do go to her cabin I was like, "Oh, this is kind of sweet," and like, I—that was the first time I kind of like liked her. But mm. it was always more in a friend way, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess I'll—I'll I'll quickly just say uh, there's the conversation. So I forget the exact order of things. I forget if the. By the way, we're jumping full spoilers. And we're going to be all over the place. Anyone listening, if you don't want spoilers, I, all this conversation can really be a spoiler. So I don't know what you want. Uh, if you don't want spoilers just leave it's fine um i'm literally here for spoilers I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to learn what the game is about um, you can't surround it too much i think sometimes just get you in know, say what it is
4: catch wow thanks jim we really appreciate that you're welcome well
0: i'm a listener right now he, he's connected like gu- to the listener he's guiding us forward yeah um so I forget if the walkie-talkie phone sex happens before or after, um, what I'm about to say. I think before, but so or the implied, I guess. <laughs> or I guess depending I, on the. Did I, didn't, I didn't miss that part? It, it yeah, I don't think I got to that. It probably depends on Me your either. options. It probably de- so the night where you first oh. see the fire, she says something about like like and maybe it's a whole tree of dialogue and maybe you just didn't get down this branch at all. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but there's something of like, yeah, like, you know, when the summer's over, we should meet up and like, we could, we could do stuff together. And then like one of the options is like, what, what kind of stuff? And she's like, well, let me tell you. And then it kind of, it cuts out uh, and it advances. It does, it does a bigger time skip. I think, I think that's like the first big time skip at that point. Um, I think it was right after that there's a scene and I think it's when you're first explaining to Delilah why you're out there that like, or going more in depth into why you're out there and like that your wife with dementia in Australia and whatever. And then you say something, I chose an option about like, I shouldn't be here. I should like, I should be with my wife or whatever. And Delilah instantly goes, no, no, no. It's good that you're here. Like, this is good for you. Like, th- like we all make mistakes. We all fuck up. Like it is good that you're here. Don't don't have that thought that you shouldn't be here. And my wife was instantly like, "What in the fuck?" <laughs> like it was, um, like to the point like we had to pause the game and like really we had like a ten minute conversation about like I don't know like like what we're about to talk about. I think about like the the male versus female perspective on this kind of stuff because I mean, yeah, the fact that he's out here at all, the fact that even We'll we'll rewind a bit Uh, The fact that he was leaving his wife at home To go out to bars at 1am Like that's already repugnant Like to me Not that people can't be forgiven or whatever But like you did that You fucked up real You ended up in jail with like a DUI or whatever And her parents had to come and get her Um, That's already Like you've crossed to be like the, The moral threshold Or like the point of no return so, like, to me, it doesn't surprise me that he is out doing this Firewatch thing. Um, all I can really say, and again, we Boogs and Wilk can also... will have multiple male perspectives. I think a lot of... I think the males in here, we probably lean more towards... We're, we're not overly overt, dumb, masculine dudes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, it's going to be... Well, I mean, Wilk's... speak for yourself. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I brought this up I don't know if it was on an episode Or we were just hanging out after or before When I first watched Lost in Translation, I think I was 18 or 19 It really fucked me up But I didn't understand why Because I was—I I didn't have The emotional maturity and, and life experience Like, I, I could tell That like, this was something That I could relate to But I didn't know why Uh I watched that movie at like two in the morning and it, it had me so like worked up. I just had to, I just left. I I just went on like a two hour walk at like three in the morning because I didn't know what else to do. Um, and that also makes me think of like, I don't know. I, I think, uh, there's this dumb internet persona. Me and Wilkins follow Shinobi. He made a joke one time about, uh, Oh yeah, when I take the trash out, that's the only time I know real peace in my life for that like 2 minutes or whatever. And like for one, it's a it's a bad joke. It's not even a good joke. But also like what the fuck do you mean? Do you not like your wife and kids? Like <laughs> um I don't I don't know, but that's what it made me think of. Of of like Henry, he did this super bad thing and he's dealing with his wife Having this horrible thing happen to her and happen to him, uh, but he doesn't know how to deal with it, so he he goes and gets drunk a couple times a week while he's locked his wife in the bedroom, and who she doesn't know, she might not know where she is, and then when the bad stuff happens, he runs away again. Like that's, I think a lot of men's natural instinct is to just run. If I'm being completely honest, um, but yeah, Wilker Boogs, what do you have to say on this matter?
2: Yeah, I, um, it's funny that this subject is brought up, because, yeah, I think the first time I played through it, I very much sort of related to Henry's side of things, and yeah, played up the romantic angle of Mm -hmm. the game, um, and it's almost, I think, in part like that whole Breaking Bad thing, where people relate to Walt, even though he's a terrible human being, because he's the main character, he's your perspective, Mm -hmm. right, um, but like with this second playthrough, yeah, I I tended to, um, yeah, be much more focused on like yeah, we've got uh, I think it's Julia is the wife and and mm-hmm. she calls you at one point and it seems like she's actually lucid during that conversation. I, um, I took that as to a dr- that re-
0: I took that as a dream unless there's a different one that I'm same. I
2: Okay, well, yeah, um, but it still is, like, that reminder for Henry right. that, like, oh, yeah, she's she's there, and she's still alive, and she's still young, and, um, yeah, like, it also didn't help that, like, Delilah does a lot of stupid shit throughout the game, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're constantly, even when you give her suggestions on how she should react to certain situations... Uh, she she ends up oftentimes just doing the opposite of doing stuff that potentially gets gets you in trouble
4: yeah i i, I feel like this game is a really good i don't know how to explain it because it's at some point it's like <clears throat> and, and for jim the way this game works is that you're out you you're 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 you're, you're talking to another your boss but only via a um walkie but, a walkie radio talkie
0: thing yeah. Walkie-talkie
4: radio and uh, the voice and the voice acting is uh, one of them is the it's what's his face who's in Mad Men um, do we know the actor's name? It,
3: yeah, his name is I think his name is Henry something. Isn't like, his name uh, Henry?
4: Is is it Henry Gilbert?
0: I see.
4: Rich Sommer. Okay. yeah. I, yeah. I think it's Rich and Sommer. so he's, Harry Crane. He, he plays Harry Crane oh, there in goes. Mad there we go. Yeah. with the glasses. He's he's very good in this. So you're you're having this this kind of burgeoning relationship with this person i don't know my perspective it's weird because it's like you're here to do this so i think i this we i was talking last episode on Gunbrella about not role-playing but i role-played here Mm because i feel like i was like oh this guy's already being kind of just gross like this is what this is and i obviously the game presents you with multiple options and a lot of them are either kind of almost mass effect like flirt not flirt neg it feels very like <laughs> binary sometimes the choices you know yeah. what I mean? when you when you are interacting with her and it also this relationship kind of feels like maybe a relationship that you would have had with somebody in like early high school sometimes the, i think the game is very good and i think a lot of what it does in, in showcasing people's loneliness and people kind of being shitty and also people being lonely and not knowing how to deal with those emotions mm-hmm. other than just like not confronting the real things in their life and obviously that this job is for people who are running away from stuff and that's kind of why they are both here and realizing that like this is some weird form of escapism. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it was interesting talking to Cali where Cali was like, I didn't flirt at all and I don't think I flirted because, like I how do I put this? There might've been a little narrative dissonance here where we're getting into the actions of the player character, which are given by me are not things that I would normally do in my everyday life. But mm. given the context I would do, if that makes sense, that doesn't mean I think they're right or wrong. It just, that's what we're, I don't know if I'm, i feel like I just want to say, that's what I'm here to do is to like be a piece of shit. Yeah, but yeah. like, this obviously is like the story in the narrative. And it's interesting that you can have kind of a, more of a like standoffish relationship with this person because Mm -hmm. it it does give you an option and, or you can be like, I want to sleep with you.
0: Right. Uh, the first moment that me and my wife had like a, uh, I don't know, a a disconnect with like what we were seeing on the screen or whatever, in terms of like our, how she would react versus how I would react when, uh, she's drawing you. And she's like, what do you look like? I'm, I'm drawing you. Um, and it gives you like basically kind of two jokey responses. One of them is, "I look like Burt Reynolds," mm-hmm. which is fucking awesome. So I, I chose Burt Reynolds. Uh Fine. And my <laughs> wife, one of the options was like, I don't, I forget, but it was like kind of yeah, nagging, basically like, yeah, don't, don't do that, don't draw me or whatever. Uh, humor is a big uh, defense mechanism for me, so I like I, it like yeah, I looked at it from the perspective of. If I was in this situation, yeah, drawing someone is, like, very intimate. Even though, in this case, it's maybe not. It happens early, and you never actually see each other. Like, she can see you through the her binoculars or whatever. But, I don't know, like, drawing someone is just very intimate. So, I gave, like, kind of a jokey response, because that's my defense mechanism. Like, I would feel uncomfortable after, like, three days on this job that... My boss is like, hey, I'm going to draw you. Like, what do you look like? Even if it's meant in a jokey way, I I would feel a little uncomfortable. Um, but, yeah, like, I didn't think about it. I'm just yeah, I look like Burt Reynolds, whatever, leave me alone kind of thing. But, yeah, my wife was like, yeah, and, that like, to me, that that is very, like, yeah, creepy, I think, is the exact word she used. Like, it's just very, like, I am getting in your space. Um, you know, at one point, Delilah says, like, yeah, you know, I talked to the other Firewatch people, but it's not. Like the same as with you, like we have better conversations or whatever. Which probably I I don't see any reason to doubt her there, but um, yeah, I don't know. It like that also just that sentence alone feels icky. <laughs> it just uh, there's a lot of it also stuff. Felt
3: like so much so fast. Like I was like, it's so intense so quickly.
0: Right, because the game does it takes place over the course of a summer. So yeah, you know, like what eighty something days, or maybe, I think the game ends at day seventy-seven or something. I don't remember. But um, so there are time skips. It's a pretty short game, but at the same time, uh, yeah, a lot of this stuff is happening within the first few days. So, yeah, that drawing thing is within the first like two or three days. I think. Um, yeah, my my perspective on it, I felt a little better about Delilah. Yeah, by the end, it, it wasn't even the cabin itself. I'll, I'll wait till we start talking explicitly about like the ending and like the mystery aspect of the game, I guess. But I did start feeling a bit better about her, uh, towards the end, but yeah, it was, uh, (laughs) you know, I wish I could see how I played it six years ago or whatever, what my choices were back then, because yeah, like Boog said, I'm sure I was playing it from the perspective of like, Oh yeah, Henry's like real lonely. Like this is cool. Like this is cool for him. Uh, Whereas yeah, as as a married person now, uh I was like, holy shit, man. I mean, again, I understand the circumstances are very, very bad and horrible for you. And yeah, that shouldn't happen to anyone, let alone that young, but like Jesus
4: Christ. <laughs> um yeah, no, I, I think I think some of it's just, you know, it's a really shitty situation for both of them and seeing how they would react. And and part of me wonders what the developer Intends for people to do, or what most people chose to do. If I had to guess, most people probably chose a flirty relationship. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, which dialogue options were picked the most? I feel like it would end up being those. But like, I, I feel like some of this is like getting into territory about like platonic relationships, and sometimes I feel like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, doing this just all feels so wild and yeah I, I do think it feels fast but then I, I guess murray's right too. like the perspective of having it be over the course of a summer and those time skips and you and i think a lot of me a lot of time for me was spent being like oh i wonder how many more conversations they've had this is the only person that's around you how much time have you spent talking to this person that we don't see um given that there's really nothing else to do this has been also since this is the time before the time of cell phones and the internet it's just like that does sound like alluring in some, in some aspect. Um, but it's also like, Hmm, I don't know. I don't don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. And I think that that relationship and and what you can and can't do, it's, I, I, they do a really good job with this. What I'm trying to say. Sorry. I'm like thinking over everything and, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I I think, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kelly.
3: No, I was just, like, going to say, I also, I agree with what you're saying, Woke, but I also was wondering, like, how many other people she was doing this with.
0: Well, and that's a thing that, okay, I guess we'll start talking about also the overarching kind of, a most murder mystery, death mystery going on and stuff. Um, so, I don't know, it's weird how to approach this. I guess, for the listener's sake, even though Jim isn't here and he's probably our only listener... Uh, we'll just say there was a previous Firewatch person, I think his name was Ned um, I don't know how many years ago it was, but at least like five or something, he brought his son, I think Brian with him um, eventually, throughout the course of the game you find out that Brian th- so Delilah tells you that Ned and Brian, they, they abruptly were just gone, they didn't say anything uh, you eventually find out that Brian died in an accident while rock climbing or cave diving or whatever and that ned basically he was just like well i don't really have anything left to live for i'm not going to go back to society i'm not going to go report this to the police or anyone i'm just going to live out here and and do whatever <laughs> i guess uh which obviously you can draw comparisons to what henry is doing and even delilah but uh, what I wanted to get into with that, with what Kelly just said about, like, not knowing how many other people she did this with, was he ma- Ned tries to make you both paranoid and because he doesn't want to be found. And he starts leaving behind these, like, reports about the two of you uh, for you to find. And it's peppered with, like, their actual conversations and stuff to, to, let, to let you know that, that you are being surveilled. But I think he peppers it with like fake information uh, to to make you distrust each other. Like it says, Delilah is like an alcoholic. But again, I don't. That could be true. I don't know. I, the only thing that gives that credence is that she talked about like yeah, drinking tequila, but it's dur- during a very stressful night or whatever. Um, and then yeah, one of them, one of the things that's written there is that she didn't break up with her boyfriend that she said she did, and that she. Like does talk like this, like she has multiple boyfriends or whatever it is. Um, I don't know if there's anything in the game, there probably is that like outright tells you if that's the case or not. I guess Ned with the information he has, I guess he wouldn't actually be able to know those things anyway and he's just trying to make you paranoid and distrustful
4: but I thought it was an interesting idea at least. Yeah, that 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 whole thing is really what I kind of forgot about, and I think that's probably the most interesting thing going on is that between that, you kind of have this ongoing weird... The game presents it, especially like thinking back and listening to Callie since she played it for the first time, where she doesn't... didn't know. She's like, this is kind of like spooky. It feels very eerie for a Mm -hmm. while in that game. You have this sort of element of like, what the fuck is going on? Because everything around you is kind of almost like unreliable not unreliable narrator but everything feels since you don't see delilah which adds to the element of mystery and you're you know dealing with these teens and these two teens and there and the way you handle that's interesting where you can booze and they're doing that and that's one of the earlier kind of events i think it's probably the worst real event that you deal with is mm-hmm. the teens in the lake and then you kind of keep going from there though i did have a moment too sorry getting back to performance stuff and getting lost um I got lost during the uh, find the bear track. Um, I didn't, fu- I didn't see the piece of paper on the on the stump, or mm-hmm. you're trying to find a report, and they won- and I, I spent probably a good before I looked it up, like what was going on. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that the the Ned the Ned mystery. I also didn't under fully understand. Okay, thinking back about it, the. There are other people out there doing a study. Are those people just not around? And that's when you find that camp. Ned's not the one doing the study and he didn't set all that up. That equipment's there because there were researchers looking for studying bears. Is that correct?
0: Studying some kind of animal for sure. Because like the wording and stuff on there is like talking about like male one or whatever. Uh, like there was something about like mating or something like male one wants to mate is being too aggressive or something like that. Um so, yeah, it, it he I think Ned leads you there to try and, like, add um, credence to the idea that you're being surveilled by, like, the government or a research place or whatever. But it's just them surveilling some kind of animals. And then he sets the
4: thing on fire right after you leave. Yeah, also, this is just, like, given that there is no internet and all that other stuff. And after the the teenagers, you kind of start to piece together that. But, yeah, there was a good while. I think when I originally played this, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is going to be... Like, something's coming for us, you know, whether it be, like, paranormal or alien or, like, murder mystery. But I, I think the reveal is pretty incredible. When you when you find his body and you piece together that his dad has just been out here for years mm-hmm. and years just kind of being a fucking weirdo is wild. Like, again, it's, there's a lot of situations where almost everybody in this game is kind of confronted with something they don't want to deal with and everybody's running from it. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: I think that's where, like, the the writing is really good because I think you see Ned for the first time on day one. Mm -hmm. He's, like, up on top of a cliff, like, with a flashlight or whatever, and you mention it to Delilah, and you say, yeah, there's some creepy guy there, and it it is unsettling as you're playing it, but then I think she just comes back with some sort of quip, basically saying, like, guess what, like, oh, you'll see people because... A uh, key, uh, key important part about this place is that it's outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but like it, it does like sort of take away your thought of like, oh yeah, that was creepy, but you know maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. But then it's like, oh no, this is kind of the guy that uh, will ultimately cause a lot, wreak a lot of havoc, and cause a lot of paranoia for your character.
0: Yeah, and I think when you first see him, it's either right before you go into or right when you exit the cave that his son's body is in. Um, ah. So, like, yeah, he's, like, literally just watching over it, even though you need a key to get in there or whatever. You need a whole bunch of stuff to be able to get in there. Um, yeah, so, again, we're jumping a lot over the place, but I don't know how else to talk about this game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say, what, the, the two most shocking reveals are, what, the, when you get punched <laughs> and then you go down um yeah and, the, and then the body right how, how did everyone feel about the
4: punch it's it's strange because it feels at some points out of character but i guess this person is so desperate to have you not do that because is that right when, when does the punch happen again i'm trying to remember it was is it after you find the thing on the stump and it- you start
0: freaking out it, it was literally right after you're looking for the, the bear tracks that you were just talking about. I think then mm-hmm. instead of the bear tracks, you find the, 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 clipboard or the, the clipboard as it's now known.
4: Yeah. I felt like that was just kind of like, Oh wow. This person is very serious. That's the crazy thing too. It's like, I feel like it's not played up or th- their paranoia is very realized for that reason. But yeah, this person, I thought the punch was, it seemed extreme. cause you're like, Oh wow. Like this person is willing to go be violent to protect once you figure out what's happening, you're like... Because at first, I was like, who or what or why would they go to this length to do this? But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. But, yeah, I would definitely say that's probably the biggest overall... Maybe I, the other reveal might be either... I would say maybe the the, en- the ending and her not being there would probably be one of the bigger reveals to me, too. So, I'm going to be real, though. Go ahead.
1: That, that punch scared the shit out of me. Yes. Because... Up until then, I was convinced that either something paranormal was going on. Like, I was like, maybe there's werewolves out here or something like this game's going to get
0: weird. <laughs>
1: um, or it was like aliens. So I was prepared for anything. And then that punch <laughs> happened. And I was like, this is a person.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, when, when I said, let's talk about the punch. And how do we feel about the punch? I just meant you as a person playing the video game. Because I even knew it was coming. I remembered this and it still... It got me pretty good.
3: Mm-hmm. I literally, I literally just texted Megan. I feel crazy. I don't remember getting punched at all. No, I feel. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't remember that happening. I, that's bad. That's my bad. But I don't. <laughs> that's
0: I mean, okay. <laughs> may, maybe there is some kind of choice thing you can do where you don't get punched. I feel like that can't be the case, but I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> Um, Who well,
2: knows?
0: Like in, Go ahead, well, and
2: like you get punched sort of from behind, and it's all first person, so you're not like witnessing the actual punch. You just kind of fall to the ground. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, uh, the yeah the game does a <laughs> does a really good job. Like I mentioned when we when we first started about like the score and stuff. Like I I'm pretty sure in that like right before that moment, you get like a little bit of a creepy score. You also get that kick in like right before you go to try to break in that gate area to that secret study place. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do do they do do a really good job of incorporating the score in those particular moments to amp up the tension.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Again, maybe there is a way you can go through the game without getting sucker punch or whatever. But yeah, like right when you wake up, you immediately radio Delilah and you are like, "Hey, I got punched." <laughs>
3: I don't, remember. I, I don't know what happened in my game, guys, but <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: Callie's got to start streaming so we can see
4: her playthroughs <laughs> of these games. <laughs> got to verify this stuff. We got to verify and these claims.
3: Like, what was the other game? It was like we were, we were playing uh, the, I didn't get to talk to you guys when you were playing um, Even the Ocean, and mm. I like went down to a whole part that nobody else saw, so who knows?
0: <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, I do want to bring up. Uh, some of the trophies in this game are just fun, tiny little things. There was one for finding a turtle, and you can... Uh, well, you, it, it's in that area where you punch. Like, I was looking for the bear tracks. like I was bear, looking at every inch of the ground trying to find bear tracks, and then I found same. a turtle. And then you can adopt it, and you can choose its name. I think I named it Turt Reynolds because that was the running theme of my playthrough was Burt Reynolds going on. Um and then yeah so yeah the the punch that was like the main thing i remembered about this game from 6 years ago like i i honestly didn't remember basically anything else besides that there like oh, there's a dead kid i don't know we're always talking about dead kids on these podcasts but uh, i remember <laughs> there was a there's a fucking dead kid in the cave and that and that there's you get punched in the back of the head um yeah i do want to talk about briefly I don't know how good of a stylistic choice it was. Like y'all are saying, Megan in particular, like, yeah, when you first start playing this game, it feels like it's going to maybe verge into either supernatural stuff or unreliable narrator stuff because like yeah, the girls in the lake. You you see vague figures of them in the lake, but then like when that conversation's done, if you're still looking at them, they just kind of like fade away. Like they, they, they just disappear. Um, I wasn't a big fan of that. The only human you see in the game outright uh, is the guy in the helicopter picking you up at the end, which I get what they were going for with that. I'm also kind of glad that you don't ever see Delilah. I think, if I remember correctly, a lot of people really fucking hated the ending of the game back then, back when it came out, because it's like, well, where's Delilah? Um... Whereas, like, to me, it's like, yeah, that's kind of the point, man. Like, you, you just... It's like this... You're you're never fully connecting, and, and and you never do. Like, it just... I don't know. It's like a passing thing. Uh, that made me like their relationship more. The idea that, like, they didn't get together and do stuff at the end of the summer. Um, it did make it feel more platonic and, like... <laughs> less desperate I guess less desperate and less lonely which that's good um I don't know did anyone have any specific moments besides the punch that they wanted to talk about or dialogue choices or anything
4: I I think I think a lot of um, some of the stuff you were just saying there, I think I think you bring up some good points. I uh, just happened to be in the Firewatch subreddit and there was a vote about like how did you view their relationship? Was it just like a relationship? Was it friendships? Was it kind of a love-hate thing, or like kind of like just coworkers? And I think a lot of people are like, Yeah, they're obviously just friends. So I think some people are and I I would love to know the percentage of people voting in that who are <clears throat> male or female or however you know mm-hmm. it'd be very interesting to see that dynamic uh in that and through that lens but i and that's part of the thing i got sometimes too with this relationship where it felt like delilah thinks you're fucking annoying
0: yeah i got that too and again i don't know if it's my specific responses but i did like when everything is like happening at the end you uncover the mystery you find out it ned has like he leaves you a beeper and you go up to find his little cavern or whatever um you know the whole game you can like radio in everything you see to Delilah and she will give responses or whatever if you radio in all of the stuff in Ned's cave she just doesn't respond she she does not give a fuck at that point because she's upset at everything that happened she's upset she's blaming herself for the death of the kid uh, because kids aren't supposed to be there with their parents with during firewatch Uh, But she liked the kid and felt bad for him because she didn't view Ned as a good father. So she didn't report it and she let the kid stay when the kid would be alive if she didn't. So she blames herself for that and she's just tore up about that. Um, It's a really interesting, like, it's a cool dynamic shift of like you keep doing what you've been doing the whole game and just try radioing it in and trying to have a friendly conversation with your boss slash secret girlfriend friend um and she just isn't she's not responding at all i think that that was like a weird gut punch even though i mostly didn't like their relationship but it still felt bad and that i think that's really interesting
4: yeah that's that there is that point there where you're kind of like oh it's you, you kind of just know it's over like right this is all ephemeral this relationship this place I mean, even those options, if you're like, because you at one point when you're in her the tower at the end of the game, because you have to end up, you end up going up there and she's not there. And you I kind of know that it's like, yeah, this is it. Like she doesn't I, it, it makes me feel that that everybody's kind of like, why would we take something that was maybe good for the time being and turn it into something real? And this is all kind of like, a fantasy to some degree that this is a summer spent that you even even if you're doing shit you shouldn't be doing you can still save yourself and you can probably you can go back to whatever life and i think at some point that's kind of what's happening here is that she's like yeah the second i see you it it kind of ruins whatever this the story we've made up in our head about the way we interact with each other and the fact Mm -hmm. that it's you know i'm still your boss and yeah it's it's interesting that that is an option but yeah i think her not responding is interesting too because it's like yeah she doesn't care she fucked up she you know and that's i feel like and from what i can remember too that ned seems like he might have been like a kid that was picked on when you find his kind of little area and he has all the D D stuff and it, this seems like a kind of a dorky kid and it's just like he didn't deserve this at all
0: right and there's a note about, like, in that d d area, before you find out that his body is in the cave, about, like, he hid, I, I don't know names of things, I'm not an outdoor person, but, like, he hid his dad's, like, rock climbing stuff there, so that he, because his dad is trying to teach him how to, how to spelunk and rock, rock cave, rock climb stuff, um, and he hid them there in the hopes that his dad wouldn't have anymore and would stop trying to teach him how to do this. And then you find out that he died uh, while his dad was trying to teach him how to do this. Uh, yeah, it just fucking sucks. Like, uh, again, I played the whole game with my wife watching. She had never played it before. Uh, when you find the the body, and, and I think Henry just says, like, oh, it's Brian or something. Uh, like, my wife was like, what? Like, it's Brian? <laughs> like, it was a very, like, yeah, it, it's it's a gut punch. Yeah. Um, The fact that, like, to get out of the cave, you have to, like, step over the body in the game very deliberately, like, hey, you have to go up to the body, you have to press X or whatever the button is, and then, like, you have to watch as your character, like, gingerly steps over the skeleton of this this fucking kid that died. Uh, Incredible design. Incredible, like, thought was put into just that, like, five seconds of, uh, I don't know, like, like positioning of the camera and like where you are and where you're going and what just happened. it It's masterful. Uh, I Again, I played this six years ago or whatever. Um, I remembered this moment, but it still hit me real hard. I think it was mostly that stepping over the body that really did it.
4: Yeah, it, it definitely, it's kind of the culmination of so much in that game. And because you see that cave so early on, and that's really great building the what the world does is on your your way home from the first day the game is still very new and fresh in your mind um and this is also one of those games I'm, I'm with boogs too about the pacing this is a great one one sitter i think this is really the optimal one sitting sort of game i it'll definitely it's definitely a little longer than say like Oberdin, which i feel like you can really sit down in an afternoon and get to but i i really enjoyed <clears throat> that playthrough and, and those options but yeah i i I think it's it's interesting too because I feel like a lot of the moments to me that really stuck out this time. Uh, I remember the skeleton very vividly. I don't that was the thing that I remember the most. I don't I didn't remember whose skeleton it was. I just remember there being a skeleton and then coming back to this. I was like, oh holy shit! A lot of my moments this time were the smaller stuff and just kind of like taking in the nature. And I forgot how many times. I think this game needs to be kind of be applauded. I think the uh, wh- the run speed when you're not talking to somebody is excellent i don't know that's a weird thing to notice i really enjoyed the level of how quick once once you get acclimated i spent probably an hour being like i don't remember the game being this tough to navigate i remember looking at my map and being like this is all weird but then by the end of it i was like oh take a left here and then Mm -hmm. go over right I'll, i'll be back in this area and i'm like wow i didn't i don't remember it being quite that uh easy and i also enjoyed like i feel like every part of the map was like kind of its own thing when you discover in the south part of the map that's like the old snowmobiles and i was like i didn't remember that at all and i really enjoyed that it felt like it, it's for how i feel like how small the map actually is most of it has at least some authored content in it that mm-hmm. relates back to the story or there's objects within those areas that are memorable
0: right it's not just nature uh boobs were you gonna say something
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll piggyback off of the the pacing comment because, yeah, I had some more thoughts on that. But, like, yeah, even even from the start of the game, you get that sort of uh, dialogue-focused sort of backstory, and you get to pick, like, your options of what, like, what dog do you pick? Like, how do you flirt with Julia and all of that? But then it's also intercut with scenes of you going to your new job. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Yeah, not only the fact that, like, yeah, you could probably play this game in four or five hours uh, all in one sitting, but, like, the the pacing of the the dialogue, like, when Delilah talks to you, you have a time limit in terms of how fast you have to respond. And that just keeps that conversation flowing. Um, And then, yeah, even how the days are spread out. Like, I think you get, like, day one and two are pretty fleshed out and you really experience like what the place is like and what Delilah is like and then the time skip happens and then towards the end you have another couple of days back to back where you have like longer days so yeah the the pacing all around I think is just really excellent and keeps you constantly engaged
0: yeah the the passing of time is really fucking cool in this. like there are some very abrupt Cuts like you'll be in the middle of something. I'll be in the middle of walking back to my tower, and then it, instead of making me walk on the way back, it just it cuts to like two weeks later or whatever. Um, it's very um, I don't know the word I want to use, like not disorienting because it's not in a bad way, but I guess it's kind of disorienting, but in a good way of like you're just oh I just skipped ahead two weeks. Um, I also want to circle back around. Wilk, did you say you beat Oberdin in like an
4: afternoon? Are you a savant? Oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean Oberdin. I apologize. I was—I forgot. The game is on sale today, so I keep seeing it everywhere. I met Edith Finch. I apologize. Okay. I did not meet Oberdin in one in one day. That is, uh, Oberdin is a puzzle game where you're trying to figure out uh, the names of all these people. Yeah, that's that is insane. I would be <laughs> unreal. I'm not that talented.
0: I um, yeah, I, no, I, I really I, wanted to touch on that because I was like, "Holy shit! Is this you're this like, like the smartest again? person I've ever." Is he a member of Mensa?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no I, I think the, there's there, there's a lot of this game ha, it has a lot of pizzazz style like it's not Persona 5 style but mm-hmm. it's like there are some flourishes and some very direct and very well done I think this is a really good uh, taking stuff from film I think this movie has a lot of those qualities to it which I feel like is very overused I think this is at this point in video games this is when I don't know how to phrase it. I feel like there was a point in Murray, I think you're going to test this too, where everything wanted to be a, a movie and video games really desperately wanted that and this was a moment where I was like, "Oh, this is actually somebody taking from other forms of of media and actually applying them in a good way or a positive way and it didn't feel quite so like uncharted to trying to be a triple a action i i i think yeah those moments where it cuts back the game knows when to kind of give and pull and and boogs is i'm, I'm with boogs too like the fact that you experience kind of like the first handful of days you have the day in between you have like the 30th day which is i think when you have the dream sequence when you're talking to julia and you think she's you you hear her voice which is kind of a, a uh, Cause there's only two people's voices really in the game three, I guess Ned as well. So it's interesting that they, they added somebody else in there. And I think that's pretty um, says a lot about the performances that they're for two people to have. Um, I would love to see how these were recorded and, and this, how this sort of was laid out for stuff because I, I feel like the, the vocal performances are, are so strong.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, they need to be in a game. That's basically all just all vocal performances and some really good looking uh, backgrounds and stuff um but yeah they f- they fucking killed it i yeah it's funny i think when did Mad Men end was it like 2015 ish um i think so That's good i mean question. but yeah i i just remember starting this game up not knowing much about it back then and being like, oh fuck it's that dude from Mad Men, the dude who in the first season i believe his plot is that he sees everyone else around him cheating on their wives and he's like i should get in on this and then, and then at the end of the season, he's like, "Oh fuck, what have I done?" Like it's.
4: Yeah, Henry. Yeah. I remember. That's yeah, and I think it's 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 interesting going back because I remember him. I remember him being in this, and then I'm like playing again. I was like, "Wow, he really like he really sold this." You know, there's yeah, so, there's yeah, definitely some moments. Yeah, and I, I think I, I don't know who the voice actress is or she is. I looked, it I don't, up. I, I looked her up. What else has she done? I'm I'm curious.
3: She's done like some voice acting and some sort of Walking Dead something.
0: Oh, maybe mm. So maybe from, that's how they knew her. Yeah, maybe even from
4: the game that they made before this. But uh yeah, I, I think it's funny playing this back with uh back to back sort of with Edith Finch. And I think I just found myself so much more involved in how much more human this story felt to me. I, I think mm. Edith Finch is, is good and I'm glad we played it, but I think Firewatch is just much much better game despite there being less game here if that yeah. makes sense
0: it's way less gamey also, for sure so go ahead also
3: y'all i i was texting with megan because i was like so perplexed why i couldn't remember being punched um <laughs> but it's because i have watched a i like looked up a youtube clip and i was like where when did this happen I do remember it, and it. I just didn't take it as a punch. Okay. Um. So I was like, "Oh, interesting." But it was when the break in happened. So that's I didn't, I didn't realize that that's when it was.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Or maybe I, that's I, not when it was. I, I no, I, I think it it happened. The break in happens right after. I think right because because of a direct result of of this. I think so. I think that's right.
4: Yeah, you go back, and then you find that everything has been. Yeah, again, Ned is just what a fucking wild person. Like the <laughs> the levels this person has gone to like attack cuz I think it's also implied he's the one who attacked the teenagers, right? I that's how I took it.
0: I could I okay. guess I could have also see it being a an actual bear but it seems too That's what you know, I thought too. It seems too organized. Like it seems human. So I, I assume yeah, there's, was, well,
4: there's,
2: there, there's a touch. Isn't there some imply like ambiguity in terms of whether Brian died via an accident or if his dad, ha- if it was something more sinister by Ned? Yes.
0: yes. So I, I think Delilah takes it as like this motherfucker is a piece of shit that got his kid killed. Um. So. I, in the way you respond, I think you can also respond with ambiguity. I guess I was not playing it with ambiguity because I don't see, uh, I don't know, the idea of someone purposely getting their kid killed, but then I'm just going to live out in the woods for the rest of my life. I don't know, that doesn't seem like the actions of like a, a guilty man. It's not a guilty man with a guilty conscience, but not like someone who, like, heh, hey, like, m- Toss their kid down a ravine While they were twirling their mustache kind of thing But I don't, I don't know Like, what options did y'all Do you, do you remember what options y'all went down with At the end when you're
4: talking to Delilah About all that I'm trying to remember do, Draw my memory, what did you pick?
0: So the only one I specifically remember was saying Like, it literally was saying
4: Delilah, I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't kill Brian <laughs>
0: Like that's, that's
4: the yeah okay i, I think I, I might have i might have i might have picked that as well but I, I just remember sort of it's funny i wish i would have written down some of these now i, I thought about that in the moment and then i was like no I'll, I'll remember these and now i'm like uh and some of this i feel like it's just because i'm like oh i'm on you know yeah. we're well, doing this live so every time we do one of these i'm like i think
0: i took enough notes and then i'm like ah fuck i did not take anywhere near enough
4: <laughs> yeah I, I should i i, me- I should I, me- I meant to watch a video this morning and i was like oh, i got caught up in some other stuff and i was like i meant to like watch like, a quick like oh this is what was happening there. <laughs> Um, I
2: feel like I remember two of the options being, like, yeah, one is it was an accident, like, and then the other, there was another one that was specifically, like, um, what, I think, was it Brian, question mark, or something, something to that effect, I mean, was it Ned, excuse me, um, with, like, a question mark, or something, something to that uh, nature, but I'm pretty sure there was definitely an option for, yeah, it was just, you know, it was just an unfortunate happening or there was one that was like no, Ned's Ned's kind of evil and I'm going to go with this theory
0: so what I'll also say, when the credits roll you see like uh, the camera roll, like you get all your film developed, That it, you pick it you find Brian's camera early in the game and you can take mm-hmm. your own photos um, and at the end when the credits are rolling all your photos get developed but also the photos that Brian took get developed and like again, may- maybe I'm reading too much into this but like Brian and his dad look like they are happy. Like, they don't. I I don't know. I, I, I just. I feel like it is a. Again, if you disagree, that's fine. And we can talk about it. I feel like it's a reach to say that Ned purposely killed his kid. I just take it as a dad that's like, no, you. Like, I was in Vietnam. You got to learn the tough shit. Like, enough with this Dungeons and Dragons stuff. You have to learn how to rappel down into a cave for some reason. Who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. I, I, they seemed happy and at least in the, in the photos, Brian seemed like a happy kid. Again, Ned, I I don't see someone with, um, someone who has no guilt about what they've done, even if it's on accident. I I don't see him staying out in the woods and just being like, yeah, my life's over. Like, I'm, I'm just going to stay out here for the rest of my life. Like if, if that dude killed this kid on purpose, I assume he would go report it to the police as an accident and then go back into society but I don't know I could be wrong about that or also yeah I guess it could be that they intended it to be amb- ambiguous I didn't take it that way boobs but also
2: yeah I, I mean the- I guess I guess I'll say that like um yeah maybe it's not like straight up Ned pushing his his kid to his death but like more just a negligence on his part um, that you know yeah maybe right it doesn't seem like Ned is okay with what happened and has like no conscience, but also, you know, in a court of law, he might, uh, he might be found guilty of doing something wrong in that situation if it were to come to light.
0: Yeah. Yeah. maybe. I think, um, I, I just took it, like, I guess we're, we're, we're kind of saying the same thing. I just don't, I don't know. I, I just don't view it as like, I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, it was negligence, but I think it's pretty reasonable. But also, I just view it as like he just gave up because he didn't have anything left to go back to the world for, is is how I took it. Sorry, we'll go ahead.
4: No, I think you're, I think you're onto something. I think you're, again, we're getting back into those decisions of like, I, me being a hard ass guy from the 80s and like somebody who went to war trying to have my 12 year old son who, I can't relate to on some level because he's a fucking... I think he's a nerd. Mm. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to take him out in the woods. We're going to have this beautiful summer. And it's going to be like... You know, I, I think everyone probably has some level of that relationship with maybe their dad always wanting to be a little bit more outside. And you need to go do this. And growing mm. up as a nerd, I I feel pretty fortunate. There are times my dad definitely pushed me uh, into more of those spaces of being outdoors but, and wanting to play that. But, but not off a cliff. understood... he he he, uh yeah i I, my dad did not make me go rock climbing in the 80s and have a you know and and obviously i think that's why he's stuck out here because this is like a place where people go to get away and to escape and i'm sure that's it it, yeah
0: this is almost like to me we don't need to i don't i didn't take it as like a literal full-on metaphor for like purgatory but yeah it is like all of the three main people here they all came here to hide from their problems and just get away from it in some way or another. And some people deal with it better than others do, I guess. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Delilah. What her issue is that she, Oh, right. She didn't go to her boyfriend's brother's funeral. Right. That's what it was. My wife was also like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. in, In light of all this other stuff, that was also something my wife was like, what, why would anyone do that?
4: Uh, and that's what I think, I think there's a lot of bad decisions being made, and you're just going, these are all people who are just kind of like, if I stay out here long enough, it'll all go away, or the real world doesn't exist, this is just like a, this is a different place, and it's it's weird to have a simulator of what it's like to be, I'm sure working at a lighthouse, there's, there's you know, if you go, there, there are just certain parts of the country and the world that feel very much designed for people who are trying to get away, and I didn't think about that as, like, this This is a job where you really don't want to be seen or be around other folks, you know? Well, I,
2: yeah, yeah I, th- I think that that whole thing is encapsulated with that. I think it's day 64 where you're just watching the fire and you're talking with Delilah uh, at, at your tower and you just spend uh, an extended conversation, just the two of you kind of, yeah, lonely, somewhat broken people just trying to forget about your problems and, and just be in that moment together. And yeah, whether it's a romantic thing or just a, a friendship thing, just connecting as human beings, there's, there's some beauty in that.
0: Yeah. I like, I did genuinely view again, our emotions or my emotions were all over the place with them. Cause like, I do think they genuinely cared about each other, but also Delilah is definitely uh, selfish in probably a bit manipulative um to go back to yeah our our, me and my wife's big moment with this game where she's like no no no, you shouldn't leave you you you're right where you need to be everyone fucks up blah 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 at the end when her even bigger fuck up is revealed and it's partially her fault that that kid is dead that's also her whole attitude towards you changes and that's also when she's again maybe this depends on dialogue choices but the dialogue choices i went down where um, she's like, yeah, go go home and be with your wife. Like, go go to Australia, be with your fucking wife. <laughs> like, it it was nice. Like, it it felt like there was catharsis. It felt like we had a whole arc there uh, that I did not expect to get at the beginning of the game. And again, when I played this like six, eight years ago, whatever, again, I was probably just like, oh yeah, cool, cool. I'm I'm hooking up with Delilah at the end of the summer, where, and then yeah, where the where the fuck's Delilah? Uh, is like most people thought back then. Where the fuck is Delilah? Yeah, that that's the point of the game, dummies.
4: Yeah, I I, I think you know. I, I reading Steam reviews now. The amount of people who are like ending is disappointing. I'm like, yeah. so everyone wanted to have sex with like I, I'm like I'm <laughs> being crass, but no, like there is I, like that's what I it seems like people really want to do.
0: I don't think you are being crass. I think that's that. Obviously not everyone's problem with it, but I do think that, yeah, this, like, more, like, open-ended, like, like, yeah, it's not, like, the most satisfying ending in the world, but that is what makes it good and is what makes it satisfying to me. Like, it's it's meant to be just, like, a summer of these people's lives, and then it just kind of ends. Like, that's that's just what happened. Um, did anyone here feel disappointed in the ending? Did, did y'all want to get with Delilah? I, I, I have a feeling I know the answer, but...
3: I loved. I actually loved the ending, I, thought, I, I like. I, but I like an open ending. Mm-hmm. I, I like it with movies. I know it drives people crazy, um, but I like an open ending. And I loved like the in credit song, and like I, I, I loved the ending. I don't know another way where it could have ended where I would have been. Like I think an open ending worked for this.
0: Yeah, I think if Delilah had been there playing this. Now, with this part of my life, I would have been upset now. That, I think, would have been a bad ending, but... Um, yeah. Did anyone have any other thoughts on, on the ending?
1: No, I agree. I, I really liked the ending. I also think I would have been upset if Delilah was there. Like, I kept thinking, okay, she's she's telling me to come up here, and I don't know, she's going to leave me here or something, and I'm scared to go up, but it would have been worse if she had actually been there for me. Cause it, I don't know. It just, it wouldn't have fit with the rest of the story. So yeah. I, I like the ending.
4: Yeah. I, the, the ending is, is kind of exactly it. And I think it, it pretty much, we've all had those relationships, whether not, not this exact style of relationship, but there's people who come and go from our lives all the time. And I think there's always some want or feeling of like, I want this to keep going. But in reality, most of us have to get back to what's pressing to us. And I've never, I don't think anyone in this group has ever disappeared for a full summer and uh, avoided everything going on in their life. You know what I mean? Like this, this is a specific instance, given that this person is a, you know, Henry had a full life in Boulder. And it's like, you know, it, it kind of also feels like that the uh, I think you should leave bit where he, the, it's the one where he's uh, the, the guy who keeps um he's on the dating show and he keeps hey he's the one who keeps going on the the zip line into the water and he goes i don't want to go home the shit that's waiting for me there is really bad <laughs> and like it's that's a joke and it's very funny in that instance but it feels like henry's kind of that guy where it's like yo man you like you, you gotta go do something like you're still you're you're married like right. her family is waiting for you you have to figure this out be a man deal with this stuff i i don't mean like be a man i'm yeah, sorry yeah. that sounds you know but, but like he yeah, needs you to mean- man up like be you, a human. That's a better way to put that. Sorry, I don't want it to be like you got to toughen up, man. Come yeah, on.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go home and thank be you. with,
4: with your <laughs> be with your wife, sad man. <laughs> it's and that's like, my thing is like that's part of my thing is that like this relationship, like I appreciate that it's Im, you know it's not ambiguous. I feel fact, like there is some level of just like these people are never going to see each other again. Right. Especially back in 1989. Yeah. No. No chance. Not at all. Yeah. The, 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 how would you? How would you find each other? Like, you know. And I, I do think some of the, the nicer moments overall in this game, and I think the end it, it, it is the Delilah talking about taking the bottle of tequila in the water. And I didn't I didn't think that was like I think the conversations that I appreciated more were the ones when you just had were talking about life and less about like you flirting or you guys having like sort of like um early relationship stuff where you're like, ooh, you're such a you're such an idiot. Like I liked when like her telling you're learning to you're getting to know both these people right. you know as you're playing them as you're playing henry and you're learning about delilah i don't know that that story about the tequila just really hit for me too because I, I feel like it's she does a good job of describing it it's very vivid and it's like i know that's a weird thing to say um but yeah no, I, I don't, agree. i don't know
3: i agree with you that story i like that was a story i remembered that's funny
4: Yeah, and it's, again, overall, like, I think the ending does exactly what it needs to do. You're escaping this place, the whole, everything's kind of burning around you. I mean, I'm sure that's part of the overall metaphor, too, is that everything around you is literally on fucking fire, and you're like, do I want to go or not? And it's like, duh, like, this is what you you have to do. Right, like,
2: well, I think that's another cool part, just to to make another note about the visuals of the game, that because there's this raging fire that's out of control... As you progress in the story, like it gets kind of smokier and foggier in the in the area as well, which just adds to the atmosphere.
0: Right. Yeah. That last yeah. day that you're there after the the research camp has been set on fire and that has joined with the other fire. Um, and yeah, it makes like this weird, like kind of Mars-looking hellscape that you have to navigate through. And yeah, it, it feels kind of like your home is burning down because it, this has been your home for all summer or the couple hours of playing the game. Um, yeah, we didn't, we talked about it a lot in the beginning and the Ali Moss being involved with the art in some capacity. Um, yeah, there's some visual things here and there that aren't great, but like overall, this style looks incredible. Uh, some of the most beautiful, like, nature shots i've seen in a game especially considering that again this is from like 2016 um i'm not a big photo mode person in video games besides like taking dumb stuff but yeah i i came to a stop multiple times like oh yeah this would make a good shot and i did not remember that my pictures got developed at the end so that was genuinely kind of like fun and cute uh it's like a nice little hey remember when you took this photo thing and then I'll be honest, I was being dumb. I saw that there was a trophy for uh, using a whole roll of film. So at the end, I still had like seven uh, shots left. And I just took a bunch of pictures of like rocks and chairs to get the trophy. So that (laughs) that was less atmospheric than the rest of them. But otherwise, it was good.
2: Yeah, that photo mode, I think, is, is another great indicator that the game knows what it's doing it knows when to like force you to do certain things and when to just let you kind of figure it out on your own like yeah with that camera you pick it up and it shows you how to how it works and then like if you want to use it for the rest of the game you can you can use it as much as you want but if you don't want to use it at all you don't have to
4: Right. Yeah, and it also works really good within the canon, like of like you find a a disposable camera, and like the photos look like disposable uh, from like from a disposable camera. There's a really good, it it really fits in with the world. And yeah, I I spent a lot of my time this playthrough being like, oh, I don't mind walking over this way. I'm gonna take a photo of this lake or these this bird, these birds hanging out over this cliff. And there was a couple times too where I was like, I don't remember this even being an option. And, like, looking out over a Vista and being like, oh, I can call Delilah. I don't remember this one from the last time mm-hmm. at all. And, I, and the, the game wants you to, like, take it in. And the, the camera mode is, I think, excellent.
0: Yeah. The fact that, again, like you said, it's, like, in-universe. And, like, yep, yeah, you have to take out your disposable camera and do the wheel-turning, clicky thing. Uh, very fucking good. Um, unless I've forgotten something, it, it feels like we're we're winding down did anyone have any like final thoughts or things that we didn't get to that you wanted to, to touch on
4: yeah I, I think the thing that I kind of wanted to hit home is like I, I really enjoyed this and I feel pretty bummed and I, I, I'm happy that I remember them getting bought by Valve being like a really massive moment for them mm-hmm. and now I'm like oh wow we'll probably never see that video game yeah. this is probably the only thing we'll ever get from them um it's kind of sad that way
0: yeah, that, uh, yeah, in the Valley of the Gods, I think the name of it was. I remember it looking real cool, even before I knew yeah. it was by the Firewatch people. And I'm like, oh shit, that's their next game. Um, and then, yeah, I I don't think it's ever been officially canceled, but at this point, I think it's safe to assume it's canceled. I mean, look, they made a new Half Life game like 20 years after the fact. So maybe at some point they go and revisit this, but yeah, I, uh, I doubt it.
4: Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of how I feel where I'm like, it, 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 it's a bummer. And it's, it, it's something that I, I, am happy that I revisited this. Um, I'm, I, I forgot just enough about this game to make it that more, much more interesting playing this time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I hadn't played it since the very first time, uh, again, six years ago or whatever. Um, and yeah, I had forgotten just enough to make this basically like a new experience. So that's also nice. You know, I'm a big, I like replaying my games. Um, but there's a lot of games that like, yeah, I, I don't wait long enough. I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wait to revisit, you know, whatever Kirby's forgotten land, but yeah, it, it, it hits less and less each time. Sometimes it's nice to just give it like a big stretch before going back to revisit. Um, I know Callie's <laughs> AirPods died. Uh, uh, Boogs or Megan, did you have any final ish thoughts or things that we missed that you wanted to touch on?
1: I don't think so. I think we've got to everything. I I really enjoyed the game, so I'm super excited to restart it for myself. And I think I'm gonna lean into the flirting and be
0: <laughs> a little
1: crazy this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I kinda wanna do another replay with the um the developer commentary on but then also again, I wasn't even trying to flirt with her. I was just doing my defense mechanism. We didn't really talk about it, but there's definitely like um like a, uh, a power imbalance and power dynamic at play with all of this too, because she is your boss. It never really comes up besides like she- her telling you to go do a few things here and there. But like uh, that was where I was approaching a lot of my choices from of like, well, this lady's my boss. Like, even if she's being pretty flirty, it's like, I, I don't want to make it uncomfortable. Uh, that's probably how I would be in real life, at least up at, to a certain degree, but yeah, that's how I was playing it. My wife didn't like that. Uh, Boogs, did you have anything you wanted to add?
2: Yeah, I mean, I uh, I agree with what you said in terms of like, yeah, it had been a couple of years at least for me since I had last played it. So yeah, it was all relatively fresh, but then there's also the elements of like now that I've, uh, you know, now that I've played it again, there is that desire to just immediately restart it and just, like, get to experience the the plot and some of the dialogue when you know the mysteries that are you know about to transpire. I think mm. there's something uh, fun, fun about that, too, and I think that is also a credit to the game that it, like, really does inspire a desire to want to, uh, to go back, right back to it.
0: Yeah, I don't have that with any other of these, like, narrative-heavy, again, hate the term, but walking simulators. Like, Edith Finch, we played that, I liked it, or rather, I replayed it for this, liked it, it was fine, but I wasn't like, like, yeah, I, I want to go through this again right away. Um, whereas, yeah, like like I said, I did not uninstall this immediately, and I really need PlayStation 5 space right now, so that, that must say something. Um, Same. Yeah. Uh, Wilk, unless you have any final, final, final thoughts, I, I think we're going to wrap it up then.
4: No, I felt good.
0: Okay, cool. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks everyone for coming in to talk. It was fun. Uh, yeah, we, I, I'm thinking, I guess this is a little bit inside baseball. I think we're going to try and do maybe another one of these more narrative-focused games after Mario Wonder, once everyone gets Mario Wonder and Spider-Man stuff out of their system. Uh, because I, I like—I don't know—the kinds of conversations Firewatch and Edith Finch, in particular, have kind of uh, brought us. Because they're not demanding gameplay games. Like it, it, I like that it is bringing in more people that haven't been able to participate before. So I think we'll try and do more of these narrative-oriented games, but gotta figure out what those are. Uh, but anyway, thanks yeah. everyone again. Let's and- go, Elysium uh disco elysium yes but it is longer isn't it (laughs) it's like 30 hours yeah uh it did just come to playstation plus extra today i think so it is high up my list i don't know if we can maybe we could do that as a bonus one i don't know if if we can rope enough people into to to do a full one of that but we'll talk about it we'll talk about it in the next couple weeks but uh thanks everyone for coming and i'm gonna hit the stop recording button now